Hey, welcome one and all to another specially recorded live from London. Uh, any other business podcasts with uh, Bush and Richie for you right here. We start off with a situation via Richie's kindness in that you have bought me a latte because you were over in the shop, which is very nice of you. However, does this mean that we've entered into a mutual hot drink buying agreement? Uh, but which, which I broke last time, so I realised I'm the reason it didn't work last time. Um, Sorry, I, I was just I was trying to store. So let, let, let me uh, let me let the, uh, the the podders know what's been going on here. That was a particularly long question from Andy uh, about a latte and a cappuccino. It was longer than it should have been. It was because he could see that I had no headphones that were working. I was trying to fix them as you filibustered your question. Uh, I've and now been handed on. a pair of quest- uh, pair of headphones, and I can tell you, yes, um, I don't feel that this is an awkward one. No, uh, I think a few weeks ago, when uh, when I had bought you uh, a cup of coffee and you didn't return it, that was awkward. That was that was very awkward. Uh, this that I've just bought you is not associated with any other cup. It's just. A gift of kindness. That's very nice of you, Richie, but I'm more than willing to call a press conference. You know when you have, like, uh, the bloke off of North Korea came over to visit um, Donald Trump, yeah. Kim Jong-un. You know, they, they sit there as if they've had, like, a, a, they've just had really meaningful chats. Yes. We're, and we could sign something together. I think it'd be quite good. A new, a new agreement for 2019. Okay. The, uh, the uh, Mutual Hot Drink Pact, the MHDP. Uh, where on a Friday, when we sit here and uh, put together any other business, yep. you will... And then I will alternate weeks buying each other a hot drink. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Lovely. Now remember the day, 18th of the 1st, January 29th. How can I not even tell the date? <laughs> that was a very high-octane <laughs> coffee I've just had. <laughs> great. Um, I think I'm going to make you jealous. I bought some new tech, an Amazon oh. purchase I made today. I love Amazon purchases. I love Amazon purchases. Weirdly enough, I was just downstairs on one of the work computers looking at tech. I'll look at any tech demo on YouTube. Of anything, an unboxing. This anything. was see for me, Amazon Prime and doing it through the app on your phone. That it, it just blows my mind. Yeah, it blows my mind that I could be stood at the kitchen sink earlier today, washing up and thinking to myself, "I wonder if there's one of these." Now I've found one. Now I've bought one. It's arriving tomorrow. It's like flying over your head in a drone. And or that it like happens that. that quickly, it just blows my mind. It's crazy. I'm going to predict your reaction to what I bought. Okay. I think you'll go. Ah, okay. Like well, like I say, I'm in the market for some tech, so uh, let, let's hear it. I'm uh, just loading up the actual wording of the product that I've bought. Imagine it's a really sophisticated sex doll. <laughs> <laughs> One of, like someone off a Channel 4 documentary that turns and looks at you with weirdly, slightly out of sync blinking eyes. Hello, Richie. It is the Pumpkin Digital Tire Tread Depth Gauge. Wow, that's um, that's not what I was expecting. I'm going to be honest with you. One of them. Why have you Why have you bought that? What is that? What even is that? If you can't play it. <laughs> if you can't play it, no, I don't want to hear about it. Um, it measures the depth of the tread on your car tyres. Really? Yeah. I was stood there looking at the car on the driveway and thinking, oh. I've got a feeling those uh, those front two tyres yeah. are on their way down. Okay. I want to be able to check that rather than take it into the garage. And get hoodwinked. Oh, because you were telling me you need to get the, the tyres maybe replaced on your car. So this is a little fail-safe to make sure that no one's taking you for a ride. Excuse the It's pun. a fail-safe to make sure that I don't get taken for a ride. It's also uh, preventative of me getting new tyres if I check the tread and it finds that it's still within the legal limits. And then I'm like, 
Oh, great. Don't need new tyres. Now, listen, with the, with the best one in the world, that's a very disappointing bit of tech. I thought, <laughs> when you were saying this, I thought you'd gone and bought yourself a gaming seat for your train simulator. You know, no. you know when those seats with speakers in the uh, headpiece? My son's got one upstairs. Has he? Yes, and I haven't yet brought oh. his gaming seat downstairs uh, to drive my fictional train across the Pennines. <laughs> I think that really would be the nadir of the mani- uh, marriage so far. When does this uh, When does this bit of tech arrive? When tomorrow. Gonna... By tomorrow afternoon, I'll know the depth of my front two tyres. There you go. Uh, watch this space, folks. <laughs> Richie Firth on Twitter. I'll let you know. So I've got a question about being on a train and this time of year, and maybe it's something that the British Transport Social Police could look into, mm. Richie. And the question is this. What is our view, what's our standing, about uh, saying bless you to strangers if they sneeze on public transport? Because on the tube this morning, there was a French girl stood to me right, and she sneezed four or five times. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything because I tend not to say anything to anyone on public transport. But I thought the right thing to do is to say, oh, bless you. But then is that a bit weird? Is that overstepping the mark? I have a ruling for bless you, whether it's public transport or not. I'd say it after the first. Yeah. And then if there are ongoing sneezes... You can't keep saying it. You don't keep saying it. Okay, fair enough. I think you're covered with the first one. I think the sneezer feels awkward enough after the second sneeze that Mm -hmm. they've done it again. They know that you blessed them first time. The blessing still, I think, is still valid for that batch of sneezes. It's a little bit like if you've got to go through a sequence of doors with someone in front of you. Yeah. The first thanks is fine. You have to thank them for every sequential door after that. Do you know what I mean? What I would say is, let's take, for example, uh, your mademoiselle on the uh, tube today. Yes. If you'd said bless you after the first one, Mm -hmm. sneezes the second time, I'd give a knowing nod. I'd go like this, so maybe sneeze for me. Achoo. Bless you. Achoo. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't like that's that. Raise the eyebrows, <laughs> wouldn't it? Ooh. Any more? Any more? That's what I, that's what I do. Uh, it's a very good point. And here's another thing about it as well, and this is crass and this is basic, and I apologise, mm. but if it's a bloke, I'm not saying bless you. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> for a man, it's sometimes like the equivalent of handing them some kind of laced handkerchief, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Do you, do you know what? I, I think I would bless a lady. Yeah, but not a fella. I think I'd let him crack on with it. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this podcast, for uh, for downloading. The one thing we'd like you to do as well would be to rate and review. Uh, I mean, you can give us how many stars do you want. Rate, review and give us five stars would be even nicer. Uh, what star rating would we start to be quite knocked off about? Take it personally. Four. Really? Anything less than four? <laughs> no, anything less than five. Any, wow, yeah. that's, uh, I was going to say like two and a half. I'll take anything above two and a half As stars. I actually look, I'm looking at the uh, the iTunes um, podcast store here. Well, it's not really a podcast store, is it? You just get it. Um, but um, we've got no one-star reviews. It looks like we've got a two-star review somewhere and a couple of four-stars... That's all right. Ever, everything else is five, which is nice. What's that program called where people take turns staying in each other's bed and breakfast and, and rating their... Oh, yeah. Uh, it's great. Right. Yes. Four in a bed. Four in a bed. Yeah. Thank you, producer Adam. Yeah. Uh, so, look, here's some of them. Um, K and C mum say, great show. I'm only half bored. So funny. Bush and Richie work so well together. The banter is hilarious. Thank you very much. That's like, like our parents have got involved in written this for us. But uh, uh, that's half board. We still going with that at the moment, but half board, full board? We never found really a better. Uh, there was someone who suggested another way of um, categorising listeners, whether they were semi skimmed or 
full fat milk. It got it, really confusing. It wasn't. So we'll stick with half board if you just podcast it, full board if you listen to both. Uh, loving the 12 days of Dave, uh, but surely the best way to find out if Dave's are on the decline is to find out if there are any newly borns named David. Regards, David Smith. I think oh. you missed kind of what was going on there, David. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know anyone under the age of 15 who's a Dave. You know a Dave, a young Dave? Uh, no. So maybe they are dying out. We'll have to Let, take care of that next week. Let's Christmas. stuff David and put him in the town hall. Uh, love your work, guys, says uh, Sums ECFC. Uh, listen to the podcast religiously. Uh, was a big fan of Bush's work before. Adding Richie to the mix has improved it tenfold. Oh, thanks. Is <laughs> no, from Arthur? No, it says Sums. Oh, just happened to pop up that one, did it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were saying that it was. It was it, he says he is a big fan of. Well, it, what work. you're saying is, when it was just me, it was ten times worse. No, Essentially, you reverse the maths on that. That's a way of looking at that. I just um, haven't panned out how we hoped no, this bit. No, it did five stars. And, yeah. It's too late. Okay. Uh, well, you carry on. Find uh, another one. Tim and Ava White say, this station hasn't given these two a show. Are they bonkers or something? What? Makes no sense. Is I think on an thinks, Android? Uh, it's on an Android, but yeah. I think he thinks this is just all we do. <laughs> <laughs> we are on in the week as well, mate. Thanks. Um, a hilarious show from two sleep-deprived dads who clearly have lost all sense of reality. Yep. Uh, from Lee DB 74 I think I've seen him on Grinder. <laughs> uh, oh, well, that's, that's nice then. That's nice. Yeah. I think we've, we'll take the rough with the smooth there. And if you, if you sign up and leave us a little message, we'll, we'll give you a shout. We've got one more to one go. One more, one more. Top show, lads. Full-on podcast listener here. Not sure what us lot are called now. Well, we, we, yeah, not, neither are we. Uh, love the Japanese smack challenge. As I'm living in Japan, I'll be sending some delightful snacks through in the future. Yes, that was that weird fish-based thing that you ate and nearly vomited. Do you remember? Yes. Sweet. It's a typo, isn't it? Sorry, because he's, he's put smack. Japanese. I, I thought we were in some kind of serious <laughs> Japanese drugs. <laughs> but uh, it's that terrible, terrible fish-based treat that, that you ate. That was it, yeah. That was revolting, well, yeah. We'll have to get some more of that stuff. Order so, it in, yeah. Drop it in. If, you, if you're back from one of your trips over there, drop it in. Thank you, Sensai Jamie. Konnichiwa. I've got a question for you, Richie. Mm. Um, are you going to take any more photos of trains? You're taking more train photos. Uh, yes, I am going to take more photos of trains. There's after. a market for it. Don't, don't you feel at the end of this week as we look back on what we've done, the big shock, the big take-home for me is that uh, there was me thinking you'd set yourself up for getting absolutely drilled by the audience for photo-taking <laughs> of trains. And there's a market for it. It was a pleasant surprise. It was I honest. I was, ex- I was expecting to, uh, to be laced by them, but... Um... They were a lot more open-minded, and that says a lot about them. So uh, pat yourselves on the back, listeners. Thank you for your response to the railway uh, pictures. Will I be taking more? I say to you, yes. Good. Won't be this weekend. There doesn't appear to be any windows. Yeah. But will I go out and take some more in the future? Absolutely. I think people will pay a premium for this stuff. I remember we used to go to the uh, the Brixham in Devon art, local art show every year as like a matter of course, as a bit of a joke with my friends. And basically it's oil paintings, paintings by local artists, normally quite bad. Yeah. But people will pay a premium for real-life pictures of certain things. So if you paint a normal trawler, not interested, probably sell for 20 quid. If you paint on the number of like an actual trawler, suddenly the, the painting's worth £250. So how are you equating these... Uh 
trawler paintings to me making money out of the railway pictures. Get on there. Let's get some get proper photos of proper trains that people know. The Flying Scotsman. What are the other famous ones? Um, the Mallard. The Mallard. The Orient Express. Yes. Those ones. Are you familiar with the Mallard or did you just run with it? I don't know what it is. What is the, what is the Mallard? <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, the Mallard was the, uh, the first, it, it set the first speed record for a steam train. Oh, really? It's still mm. going, is it? No, of course not. It's about something like 1920s. Ah, oh, but like, how can you get a photo of it, though? This is my point. Can you get a we photo of it? Not the Mallard. Where is it, then? I think it's in the National Railway Museum. Get a photo of it. Yeah, but it's not moving, is it? Still, just get a photo of it. You can do, amazing what you can do on Photoshop, but people will pay for prints of these pictures, Richie. I'm offering you a business opportunity here. Yeah, well, but you were saying that with your trawlers that you'd have to personalise... Well, can't uh, the you picture s- the trawler. Superimpose. So, are you the saying name that I like take the picture and then Photoshop like yeah. someone's face like out of the cab window or something? You could do bespoke you driving the actual train pictures on Photoshop. You don't recognise this? Is the Mallard? You're showing me a picture of a train here now. No, it's not a picture. It's a YouTube video. Uh, here we go. Dear listeners, how this has backfired on yeah. me. I'm now watching a YouTube video of an old-fashioned train. That's a beauty, though, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it? I tell you a good way of trying to relate these trains to me, because I don't know, me, me ass from me elbow, that looks like a particular member of Thomas the Tank Engine's friends. Gordon. Is that Gordon? <laughs> that's <laughs> yes, Gordon. it is. There you yeah. go. That's a good way of working these trains out. In the future, when you're talking about the trains that you've been spotting, just say, oh, it's Barry from... Thomas the Tank Engine, do you remember yeah, okay, him? Yeah, yeah. So that's Gordon. How many characters can you remember from Thomas the Tank Engine? I think Barry was made up, so that's just... <laughs> <laughs> that's just Thomas and Gordon, then. <laughs> <laughs>